for your word to be open to me, your spirit to be filling me, your word to be spoken by the Holy Spirit this morning, Lord. Hallelujah. I need you. We need you. Hallelujah. I know I've spoken a lot about this before, but it's burning in me. See, where I start from this morning is, we can't change ourselves. You can't change yourself. You have to realise that. You cannot change yourself. But God can make you new. Hallelujah. 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 You see, it's not about you. Life is not about you. Life is about him. Now that we live in Jesus, we are dependent, totally dependent. I'm totally dependent on Jesus. Hallelujah. I can't do it on my own any longer. But when we live in him, it's new. Everything's new. New horizons, new opportunities. He says we're a new creature in Christ. Hallelujah. Can we, can we believe it? Can we believe that you're, you're a new creature in Christ? Do you really believe it? All things are passed away. Behold, all things are being made new. See, this is the wonderful thing. God makes us new. God makes us new. He makes you new. In spite of you, he makes you new. In spite of how you feel about yourself, he makes you new. There's always something new in God. I thank God this morning there's something new for me. Hallelujah. I haven't got it all. I've got the secret of it all. Hallelujah. We carry this secret inside us. Hallelujah. You know, I tried to sing that song. It's in my heart, this melody of love divine. It's in my heart since I am his and he is mine. It's in my heart, what fellowship, and blah, blah, blah. It's in my heart, it's in my heart. And this is the secret, this is the secret, it's in your heart. Hallelujah. It's in your heart. Hallelujah, it's in your heart. It's a secret, it's hidden from the world. Hallelujah, it's hidden, you see. It's hidden, it's hidden. God does a hidden work. He doesn't reveal himself to other people like he reveals himself to you. That's why it's hard when you're talking to other people to explain. You cannot explain what God can do. You cannot explain the power of God working in you. You cannot explain them. You see, I, we listened on one night this week. There was a program on, I think it was Channel 4, about... Um, Young Preachers in Brazil. It was, it was they, one of their Channel 4 things where they have a poke at the gospel. <laughs> and there's this young girl, I think she was 12 or 11 or 12, and she's had many great miracles when she's prayed for people. Hallelujah. She was totally real. The man who was interviewing was just trashing everything she was doing and everything she said. But you see, 
God has his way. Hallelujah. And I was pleased to see it on there. We expect the people of the world to come to understand the things of God by revelation. But without God living in their heart, there is no revelation. Hallelujah. There has to be, the gospel has to work. and There must be something that happens deep inside us for God to reveal himself to us. Hallelujah. It says in, the, in Psalms, deep calleth to deep. Does the deep of God call to your deep? Hallelujah. How deep is your experience in God? There's no limit. Hallelujah. There's no limit to what God can do inside you, in your heart. There's no limit. Hallelujah. And you mustn't keep examining your heart and saying, is it, is it coming up to the standard that God demands? Hallelujah. It's his heart. You see, I believe the heart that God gives us is Jesus. It says Jesus comes and lives within us. Hallelujah. He comes and lives within you. And our heart, our new heart, the new recreated heart that we get when we're born of God is is God. Hallelujah. And he shares everything with us everything everything to do with the kingdom everything to do with the son he shares it by revelation hallelujah bless the lord well I'm starting off with Psalm 45 this morning this is my heart is indicting which means contemplating a good matter. I speak of the things which I have made touching the king. My tongue is the tongue is the pen of a ready writer. Hallelujah. You see, your tongue is like a pen. It's a mystery how you, you write things down, isn't it? It really is a mystery how you write things down. You couldn't describe how it happens but you start to write and th- words come out, don't they? Um, and those words that come out in us through the Spirit are God's words. And we should contemplate all the while that God is able to do these things. He can, make, he can speak through us. Hallelujah. He can speak through the unbelieving. He can speak through the world to us. Because God can speak through anything. Hallelujah. I've seen all sorts of programs on TV which are nothing about God. Suddenly God will speak to me. Hallelujah. He say, that's, this, this is it. This is it. This is it. You see, because all things that are created in this world, even the, even the bad things, God allows. And God has hidden his words in the words of man. Hallelujah. That's how we got all this prophecy. You know, I never cease to be amazed about Isaiah. When you read Isaiah, it's so prophetically correct to what happened. Hallelujah. It's, it's out of this world. I'm sure Isaiah didn't know what he was writing when he wrote those, those chapters. They are mind-boggling. They're mind-boggling. 
because they, they, they illustrate what was happening to Jesus. Hallelujah. We wouldn't have known the fullness of what happened through Jesus if Isaiah hadn't spoken it in his, in his um, prophecies. That's why it's worth reading the Old Testament in those things that God prophesied. It says in uh, one of the minor prophets, it says, except the prophets prophesy, God doesn't do it. Basically, that's my free. Without a prophet, there's no move of God. God will always prophesy what he's going to do. I don't know why he does that. Why would God want to prophesy through us, ordinary mortals, what he wants to do in the future? Why would he do that? Because he gets the glory. Amen. Because people can't say after it's happened, well, was that God or wasn't it? See, it's all written in the book. What's going to happen? So when we read it after the event, we see God's plan. Hallelujah. The wonderful thing is, most of what the prophets said has been fulfilled already. And I don't see any prophecies in there that have got happened before Jesus comes again. I don't know about you. You know, some people say the temple's got to be rebuilt in Jerusalem. I don't think the temple will be rebuilt in Jerusalem, like they're thinking. That's, that's religion for you. They, they, they're even getting together the sort of calves, sacrificial calves. They're trying to breed back the, 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 um, the actual line of, uh, of, that was there for the, for the sacrificial calf. They're trying to do all these things. They're trying to get together all the tools that the, the high priests used to use in the olden days. But it's not part of God's plan. I don't believe it is. Some people say, well, we've got to wait before Jesus comes, the temple must be rebuilt. The temple is being rebuilt in you and me. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm convinced of that. It's not going to be built physically. There's no point in having a temple now. The sacrifice has been made. Jesus has made the sacrifice. Hallelujah. There's no reason why he can't come tomorrow. So don't get your mind thinking, well, there's things to happen. Will you tell me something from the Bible? I'd like to hear it. That hasn't happened already. I believe Jesus is coming soon. Hallelujah. We're great believers in looking for the rapture. I don't know about you. I hope I'm not going to be buried in the grave. I'm still looking to go up. <laughs> and if you want to be buried, I'll, I'll watch you come up out of the grave. <laughs> I want to go. <laughs> but if God chooses, well, who, who am I to argue? This is, this is more of a love song to Jesus, this, this psalm, the first two verses. Thou art fairer than the children of men. That's Jesus. Grace. Isn't it marvellous? It says grace. Next. Grace. God put grace in the Bible before he released it upon us. The grace of Jesus Christ. It was there. It's poured out into, the li into thy lips. Hallelujah, it's like the pen of the ready writer, isn't it? It's being poured out into your lips. Grace, grace, grace. Um, what does that mean? Is it just the blessing of God, grace? Or is it the words that you speak? Do we speak grace or do we speak condemnation? Upon ourselves and upon those around us. We're supposed to speak grace. The love of God, hallelujah, is poured into thy lips. 
Therefore God hath blessed thee forever. I know that this is talking about Jesus, but we are in Jesus. So every attribute that Jesus had, we have. The same calling is on our life that was upon Jesus' life. Isaiah 61. Hallelujah. It's wonderful. Bless you, Jesus. Now, my, one of my favourite verses is Proverbs 4.23. Keep thine heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Put away from thee a froward mouth and perverse lips. Put them far from thee. Let thine eyes look right on and thine eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder the path of thy feet and let all thy ways be established. Turn not to the right hand nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. Hallelujah. Isn't that wonderful? You see... If, we, if we're right in our heart, everything else is right. It says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me, doesn't it? You see, sometimes our heart is troubled. You know, even the heart of Jesus in us. We are troubled. It's, Paul says we're troubled on every hand, but not put down. Hallelujah. Nobody can put you down. Hallelujah. I'm glad about that this morning. Nobody can put me down. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because I'm in Christ. I'm in Christ. Hallelujah. Out of your heart are the issues of life. If your heart's right, everything else will fall into place. So we need to keep working on our heart condition and open our heart to God. If we open ourselves to God, he will fill us. It says it time and again. Don't use your mouth for other things other than to, to grace God's words that he gives you. Keep your eyes looking straight ahead, it says. Looking right on. We have a song we sing, I'm going right on, right on. That is all I know. I'm going right on to the city. Where mansions are prepared for me. That's the song that I sing sometimes. We have to look ahead. Not look at the circumstance or the situation. But see God is our future help. And our future way of bringing us through. And encourage our heart. You, you read in the Psalms, David used to encourage himself. Hallelujah. We have, you won't get much encouragement out there. You have to encourage yourself. I will encourage myself in the Lord, it says. Hallelujah. Just keep encouraging yourself in the Lord. Hallelujah. He will give you courage. If you encourage yourself, he'll give you courage. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Ponder the path of, path of your feet. Hallelujah. See, we, we look with wonder as we walk with Jesus. We ponder where God is taking us. We ponder about the things that are going to happen. We don't understand many times where we're going. But we must keep pondering. 
because God will reveal his plans for our lives in Jesus. He will reveal totally your pl his plan for your life. There will be a, events in your life which will change your direction, which only God could do. I, I've told you ten, several hundred times probably, but I'll tell you again. I went to work for Ford Motor Company through an actual miracle. Hallelujah. Somebody, I was in a dire state. I was working for Ilford Films and the company was going down the chutes. I'd been made redundant from one job at that place to another. I was got another one which I hated. Making machines that made film, designing them. It just wasn't me. And uh, somebody said to me, well, what? They're building a new tractor plant down the road here. Why, do, why didn't you try and get a job there? There was an advert in the paper last Tuesday. This was nearly a week later. Um, for jobs at that plant. And in those days, we weren't in a sophisticated town like Basildon. We were in a little village called Lane <laughs> And I went to the paper shop there. And I said to this guy, have you got last Tuesday's Telegraph? He said, we won't have that. We give them to the fish shop in the, on Wednesdays. <laughs> it won't be there, you know. And I said, well, well please have a look. Because, I, you know, I felt very insecure. I was at the, this place asking a guy for something that wasn't naturally possible. Because, you know, if you try and get yesterday's newspaper... Even today, you can't get it because they've they got a way of disposing of them so they don't get mixed up with the rest. And under the counter, there was Tuesday's Telegraph. I turned over the page, I found the advert, I rang them up, and I knew I'd got the job. Because only God can do something like that. And you will know. God always shows his hand when he's about to do something for you. He always shows his hand. Suddenly you'll get that assurance in your heart. It's important you have that assurance because um, without that assurance... You're in a sort of limbo land. And God gives you an assurance. He always shows his hand to, to bless you. And I got the job. And I was there 30 years. I finished up with a very good pension at the time. That was 23 years ago. Don't look much now, but it's enough to survive. And who could say that I would survive 23 years after retirement? Hey, who could say that? It's a miracle, isn't it? But God made provision right the way through. And God is, is making provision for you. You might find it difficult at the moment. You might have things you've got to over, overcome. But God doesn't make life easy for you. Hallelujah. He doesn't make life easy for you. Life's not easy, walking with God. It's not, you, you, it's, it's, you have to wait on him all the while. You have to wait on him all the while. But I'll tell you, when you look back like I do for over 80 years, I can see the hand of God going right back. Even, you know, I was going out with all sorts of girls before I met Shirley. And I wasn't, I wasn't really interested. I've said this before. But when she started going out with my best mate, it suddenly dawned on me what I'd lost. So I easily got rid of him. <laughs> so you see, and if I... If I hadn't had her, I wouldn't be doing this today. I wouldn't. Nothing that I'm doing today would, be, would have happened if I hadn't had her. Because if I hadn't had her, I wouldn't have somebody who backs me up like Andrew does. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be outstanding here if I didn't have that.
the backing of my family. Or well, some of my family are built, born again, but they don't go to church. But they're still backing me. Hallelujah. They've all at one time given their heart to the Lord, but they're not practicing at the moment. So we have to have faith. God will fulfill that thing. You know, it's not easy. You'd think it'd all fall into place when, you, when God starts moving into life. It don't. <laughs> There's always a downside to life. There's always something to drag you back to where you were. But you've got to resist that and go on in God. You've got to go straight forward, like it says there. You've got to go forward. You can't go back. That song I, that song I love, I Need You More, there's nothing to go back to. It, it's, and I never want to go back to my old life. Why would you want to go back to that? Why would you ever want to go back? Hey? To be independent on yourself. Hallelujah. We are not independent people. We are dependent on God and his presence in our lives. Hallelujah. You see, with Jesus, our heart is renewed. When he comes into our life, our heart is renewed. The old heart, the stony heart, is gone. We have the heart of flesh, it says. Which means it's, it's a heart that's, that's soft and tender. Hallelujah. It's not been hardened by our, our lifestyle or anything else. We have this soft heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The problem is our head. I don't know about you. You see, we have this thing called condemnation, don't we? We feel condemned because we're not fulfilling in the flesh what we think God would like us to be. But God doesn't expect you to come up to standard, his standard in the flesh. He wants you to come up to his standard through the, your heart, through the spirit of God working in your heart, you see. You won't be perfect. Hallelujah. We have to dif- discern between the heart of us, which is Jesus, and the flesh part of us, which so raises its head so easily, doesn't it? And when we look at other people, you know, a lesson I think you have to learn is we mustn't look at their flesh. I can't help you by looking at your flesh. I can only help you by seeing your heart. Hallelujah. And when you come into this church, I look to see what your heart is like. Because if your heart's right, the rest of it will come right sooner or later. It might take a few years. It might take... It might rub a few bits of the flesh off of me. Because some people, when they come in, they'll really rub you up, don't they? (laughs) But that's God's way of revealing what's in you. So if we respond to the flesh through the flesh, then that's all, all that finished up is corruption. But if we respond to the flesh through our heart, there's healing. It's, you know the gra- that grace word I read? See, there's gracefulness about us. We're full of grace and love. Hallelujah. So if somebody rubs you up the wrong way, if you can show them love, it will change them. I don't know how, 
Sometimes we look to see how it's going to change them. But God's capable of changing them if you are willing to change in your attitude towards them. Hallelujah. It's our attitude. If it's not a heart attitude, it won't affect them. But you see, God can change people throughout our love. Just sharing Jesus, that's all it is. Share Jesus. If somebody's winding you up in the flesh, share Jesus. Share their love, share his love. Hallelujah. I'm sure over the years I've been pastor here, there's an awful lot of people come through that door and wound me up. And I've not always shown them love. I have to be truthful. But God's on my case. The moment I'm not being true to what he's put in my heart, then God's on your case, isn't he? That's why we have to guard our heart with all diligence to make sure that the issues of life are coming out of us. What is the issue of life? It's Jesus. Hallelujah. We're living in Jesus and he lives in me. The Holy Spirit is given to me. Hallelujah. Isn't he wonderful? So your head will never change because it's your flesh. Okay, it might be uh, sort of mitigated. You might feel a bit easier about your flesh sometimes, but it's always a way of biting you back. You know, there's always a limit to what you can take in the flesh, isn't there? Because we're limited beings. But through the Spirit of God, we can overcome it. Hallelujah. I don't know, the Lord gave me this verse, I don't know what it means, really. <laughs> it's in uh, Romans 14, 14. I have an inkling of what it means. Um, it's, a bit, it's a bit cheeky to try and do something that you don't know the answer to. It says, I know and am persuaded, this is Paul, by the Lord Jesus, that there's nothing unclean of itself but to him that esteemeth anything to be unclean to him it is unclean that's a, that's a tough one isn't it Romans 14 14 yeah it's, you see we have this conscience in us you know and we are to some extent, religious in our conscience. You know, sometimes we think, well, I know, I know what I used to think. We shouldn't go shopping on a Sunday. And there was, you know, there were all sorts of restrictions about Sunday and all the rest of it. Um, and people, some people are even more restrictive about it. But it's not an unclean thing in itself. But if it's unclean to you, don't do it. That's what Paul is saying. See, God does give us indications of what's pleasing to him. Hallelujah. But the problem is that when God gives you or me an indication that that's not pleasing to him, we go around telling other people, don't be like that, it's not pleasing to God. I think, this is the way I interpret it anyway, that God will reveal to you the things of your life in a different way to the reveals to other people. God doesn't deal with us all in the same manner. Hallelujah. 
What might be unclean to you may not be revealed to another person as unclean. You see, God is not looking at us like a judge. God doesn't judge you against a standard which you're not aware of. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, and I think that is important because we go around, we judge one another, don't we? Against our own standards. Hallelujah. And we shouldn't. We all have different standards, don't we? The things that we think. You know, I use the Sunday thing because it's pretty neutral. It doesn't offend anybody, I hope. Um, but there are lots of things in our lives which can offend. But God has to reveal to you and I what's offensive to him. And maybe, maybe it works like this. To some people, it's not a problem. But in your case, it is a problem because it separates you from God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, it says, the scripture I love, it says nothing shall separate us from the love of God. All these things that bring separation into a church or into a fellowship don't separate us from God. Hallelujah. Don't be separated from God. Because if you're separated from God, you'll be separated from one another. Hallelujah. So I believe it's quite an important uh, scripture. I don't know why Paul dropped it in there. You can read all about what it was, its context, so I don't intend to get into that. But what I'm trying to say is this. We do things by our conscience and we expect other people to have the same conscience as we, don't, we have. But it's not that. It's what's in their heart that's mattered. It's what's in your heart this morning that matters. What is in your heart? It, the scripture says, examine your heart to see if you be of God. Hallelujah. Just examine your heart to see if you're of God. You'll know because if God's in your heart, then you're, it, it gives such a wonderful freedom. I'm free this morning because I'm free in my heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God set my heart free. Hallelujah. He set your heart free. If your heart has been changed, it brings everything else into line. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, Luke 6 and 44 is one that I like. 45, sorry. It says, A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, bringeth forth that which is good. And an evil man, out of the evil treasure of his heart, bringeth forth that which is evil. For of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaketh. Hallelujah. So much of what God talks about in the scriptures about the heart is about your mouth. You know, it's about your mouth. You see, that's, you can reveal yourself to people by what you say. So be careful what you say. Because the wrong word can destroy relationships. Hallelujah. An angry word can destroy lots of things. It's very destructive, our tongue. 
You know, it says your tongue is destructive. It's the most destructive thing on earth. Hallelujah. We make statements with our tongue which we're stuck with for the rest of our life. Hallelujah. Because once you've said it, you can't take it back, can you? Hallelujah. Because even if they've forgotten, you haven't. That's the thing. I know God forgives us all these things, but how we reveal the love of God to other people is so important, I believe. So it says, a good man. You're a good man and a good woman. Out of the treasure. You've got treasure in your heart. You've got treasure in your heart. It's Jesus, isn't it? And what he's done for you. And all the things that have happened to you. That's your treasure. Nobody can take that away from me. Nobody can take away from the first time I ever talked to God. Take it away from me. I remember every word. If I said to God, if you're real, show me and I'll follow you. He made himself real. Took, took months. Took months. Didn't happen like that. I didn't walk out of it. But God comes and, and works in your heart. It's in my heart that I was changed. Hallelujah. I'm here because he changed my heart. Hallelujah. I can remember where I was and what I was doing. That's my treasure. And don't forget, your testimony is your treasure. Any testimony you've got of God is your treasure. And it should be revealed. It, we've got it up here, isn't it? Should be revealed. Your treasure should be revealed. It should come out of your mouth regularly. You know, you say, well, they get bored. You probably get bored with me talking about how I got the job at Ford. But it's my treasure. You have treasure. When you come up here to, our, to give a testimony, you've got treasure. You've, got, you've had an experience with God. You might say, well, why should I say that again? I've said that before. No matter. Somebody in here won't have heard it. And some people may have heard it, but not taken it on board. Hallelujah. We have, some, we have a responsibility, brothers and sisters, to show our treasure to, the, to those around us. Now, it says, don't cast your pearls before swine. So you don't go out and start testifying about the treasure that's in your heart to people who wouldn't understand it. Hallelujah. Testimony is, is for you. It's not so much for other people, it's for you. Hallelujah. It might bring deliverance to somebody, but quite often you'll get a kickback from it, you know. People might think bad of you, you know. They might think bad of you. They might think, oh, there goes that woman again, or that man again. Oh, they're, they're, they're really, uh, they really do go on about what God's done in their life, don't they? Yeah. But other people will say, wow, that was great. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You can do that for me. Hallelujah. But don't go around, sh I, I made that mistake several times, telling people things that was way above their experience in their being, you see. You, there are things that are so high that God does in you that you can't share with somebody who's not born again. You know, it's just, it talks about the pearl. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Hallelujah. I think I've gone far enough this morning. I've talked about the heart. 
It's a treasure. You might think, well, what about my heart? But Jesus is in your heart. If you're born again, if you've asked Jesus to come into your life, he's there. He's just got to reveal himself more to you and to those around you. Hallelujah. Hope you know my heart. Do you know my heart this morning? My heart is that every one of you might know God in the heart. That you might realise and experience God. That's why I sing these songs every week about worshipping God. I need you more. It's so wonderful, isn't it? God, God's put you in this place. I don't know why God put you in here. I didn't, didn't invite you. <laughs> God's put you here for a purpose. That your heart might be enlarged. Hallelujah. That you might be blessed. I know people here face some real big problems. But Jesus is the problem solver. He will bring you through. Just love him. Just keep loving him in your heart. Hallelujah. You've got nothing to lose. You've got nothing to lose. We've all got nothing to lose. We're all destined for a future which none of us can comprehend. God has made a... He's, Jesus said, I have a, I've made a place available that where I am, you may be also. And I'm coming back to take you to it. Hallelujah. It's not a matter of you get up there and you don't know where to go. Jesus is going to be there and show you, show you where he wants you. Hallelujah. You see, we can't, we can't comprehend that. Millions and millions of people, one on Jesus with millions and millions of people. But God is capable of having that relationship. He does it now. You're all having relationship with God while I'm speaking to you, aren't you? God's, God's speaking to you. He's speaking to me. It's wonderful, isn't it? I, you know, we've got nothing to lose. It's, it's all in his hands. As the days go by. It's all in the Saviour's hands. He's watching above. In his wonderful love. He will give you grace to stand. He is mighty to keep. When the billows roll. And the waves are at his command. So trust and be still. In his wonderful will. It's all in his Saviour's hands. Press the button.